Hello everyone and welcome back to the Podcast Cafe podcast. I'm your host Kavya and I'm super excited to have you all back here for another episode of the podcast. So similarly to kind of what I've been doing um, on the podcast, like I said, doing um, catch up, I guess you could say, um, I'm going to be talking about a few different topics um, today and I'm going to be covering a few things, so I'm going to quickly list off what those things are, um, so you guys know what to expect throughout the episode. I have four topics for this week's episode, but before I get into any of that, um, please go ahead and hit the follow button, turn on the notification bell, you'll be notified every time I upload a new video, or video, episode. Um, Speaking of videos, um, I am actually working on starting a YouTube channel right now. I am in the process of editing footage is where I am at. So things have been filmed, things are running, super exciting, super exciting. I I just cannot wait to see how that goes and forming myself a more full-fledged brand um, around my name and everything. I'm just so excited and I just cannot wait to expand to the visual space and be able to turn my ideas and how I talk on here in an audio sense to something more visually appealing and something that you guys can see. And I just cannot wait for that to be something that I can incorporate um, into my brand, into my space and see how that takes off. And I also feel like vice versa, um, that can help my podcast in return, depending on who my audience is on YouTube. If that can in turn help my podcast grow podcast grow even more and I just I just really can't wait to see all the possibilities and then wherever this will go because I've as you guys know have been waiting to do this for so long and I finally finally have some concrete view of where this is going to go and my best friend Knox who you all know is going to be my co-host on the YouTube channel or my co-creator and I'm so excited because you guys really enjoyed having him on an episode um, a few weeks ago for the Taylor Swift concert um, and you loved having him and you loved our dynamic and the way we spoke together so I am just beyond ecstatic for you guys to see more of what our relationship is like and what that can bring and take advantage of the fact that we are a duo and we consider ourselves to be such a strong duo and take advantage of that to talk about things we're both knowledgeable about, have debates, do challenges, just do all kinds of things and take this to the next level. So I cannot wait. So please keep an eye out for that. And then also check my bio out. There's all kinds of links there. It's the best way to see what I'm watching and reading in real time. If you want to give me recommendations, my Twitter is also available. You are welcome to DM me. I answer all my DMs and I love talking to you guys. Um, So please do that if you have any suggestions, any tips for the podcast, any feedback, or just want to chat, talk about anything that I've talked about or haven't talked about, um, I'm happy to chat about whatever with you guys. Okay, so what are this week's topics for the episode? So we are going to be talking about the new Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. We are going to be talking about the new Sam Levinson show, The Idol, starring The Weeknd and Lily Rose Depp. And we are going to be talking about some new music that has been released over the past week or so that I want to specifically discuss. And we are going to be talking about um, the second season of Abbott Elementary, which is a little bit older, but I wanted to kind of share some of my thoughts. Okay, so starting with Spider-Man. Okay, so I saw Across the Spider-Verse a couple days ago, and wow is, just to simply put it, wow. Um, I was so impressed with the quality of the film and I have to say it ranks incredibly high in my Spider-Man rankings. Um, So 
I have to really think about where it falls. Um, I'm a huge fan of Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield specifically. I love both their Spider-Man renditions. I am also a fan of the Tobey Maguire films as those were the original ones and I find those to be some of the most entertaining ones to watch. I love them. Um, and then Andrew Garfield is just such a charming Spider-Man. He's just great. And he has the best love story, in my opinion. I love watching him and Gwen together. I just, it's so good. They are so good. And obviously Andrew and Emma, they just have such fabulous, fantastic chemistry. Um, and then Tom Holland, I just think he's the perfect Spider-Man. He just has everything that I have always envisioned Spider-Man as. Um, this character is definitely one that I've grown up with, not just in the sense of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and live action universe as a whole, but simply just on the front of the cartoons that Marvel used to put out. Spider-Man was always my favorite. He was always the ones that I watched. And Tom Holland plays Spider-Man the exact way that I have always pictured him in my head. The portrayal, the mannerisms, just all of it. So he was to T my perfect Spider-Man. And obviously I'm a huge Zendaya fan. So I love that she plays um, MJ, the primary love interest in those films. So I was a big fan. And when the first um, Into the Spider-Verse came out, I was a big fan of the animated Spider-Man and Miles Morales and all the choices and creating um, Spider-Man to be black, to be um, a character of color, which is just so, so cool and so interesting because I feel like we have been taking so many leaps to take these traditional characters and to do things to make more of a actual statement and show different things. You know, kind of a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I was talking about the Little Mermaid and Ariel being played by an African-American and I think that that is was just so fantastic and I think it really says everything it needs to say but is also just creates such a wonderful quality film um, for everyone to watch and I think that's obviously the main objective here is still to just create work and art that everyone can appreciate and love um, and that's what's just so seamless and flawless about all of these things and one thing I appreciate the most is these seamless transitions um, because while I think it is so important to tell the stories um, of people of color and people in different communities and of different, you know, races and ethnicities and, um, you know, sexual orientations, gender identities, all of those things are important. They're important to tell those stories, but it's also important to just, you know, make everyone seem like people. Um, I know growing up, I, you know, as a woman of color, hated seeing people who looked like me just play the side character or the really stereotypical nerdy character. I didn't like it. I just wanted to see them be portrayed as the main one, the cool one, someone who just had a love life, had friends, had career goals, you know, was just doing what the teenager was doing, you know, things that just resembled more of those. So I think it's so important to have a blend where we have these stories that are being told specifically to show certain stories and certain narratives and some things that just are so seamless. And I, I really appreciate that in today's media and what we can do. Um, so love Miles Morales. I think he's so funny. I think he's so great. Um, and I thought this movie was incredible. Tom Holland said it was the best Spider-Man in his opinion, and I definitely have to, think, have to think it's up there, probably top three, if not top five. I was so blown away with everything. The 
plot itself was incredible because I think the multiverse, the spider-verse, you know, whatever, is so complex and so cool. It's just absolutely blows my mind the intricacy and the complexity of putting together such a deep um, and, like I just said, complex web of characters and having these different versions and these different timelines. It's something that requires a lot of thought and can be so difficult to execute. And so many other film universes and film or uh, television universes have tried to show these things and incorporate them and 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 do something of that nature but I haven't found it to be quite so successful as is the way it has been with Marvel and they just do such a wonderful and incredible job of doing it and ever since they first introduced the multiverse and I can't remember what movie it was exactly but just the sheer amount of work and thought that has to go into it to make something that complex is so admirable and especially for someone who wants to go into entertainment and thinks about those intricacies um it is really really admirable to me to just see that um I think it's just it's so cool and um it was really cool the way the plot progressed and seeing all the different Spider-Men and seeing those conflicts too and not that they all don't think the same and that the central conflict of the movie is what it really means to be a hero and who Miles wants to be and you know the dilemma of share, you know saving everyone and that's what a hero should do and just kind of seeing um that balance between good and evil and you know what's right and what's wrong was so well done and so well portrayed and all the characters just it, they were all such highlights um in this film and I think the biggest standout of all of them was the animation I cannot speak enough and to the highest degree with how fucking fantastic the um animation was I just I don't even know how to describe it they were doing multiple animation styles in one film and I just cannot imagine that that would have been easy and the amount of work that would have gone into it um and I understand why there is such a gap between when all these films um, are released when these Spider-Man, Spider-Verse, you know, films are released, um, because it probably does take several years to do this level of animation. It is just so cool and so fascinating, um, to just incorporate that many animation styles, and just the overall style of, um, animation that encompasses, um, the film as a whole, is just also what makes it really cool um, and something that I really, really enjoy. Um, So I just remember sitting in the theater, I was awestruck. I was in awe, I was amazed. I was like, wow, it's probably the best animated film I have ever seen in my life on account of just the animation. I was blown away. It's just how incredible it was. And the graphics were just so crazy. And I remember reading a couple reviews before going into the theater. Um, and a lot of critics and just audience uh, members were saying that the film was too animated. Um, but I just have to disagree. I thought it was so good. I thought it was great. Um, but it, it to me, it was it was incredible um 
I, I loved it. I thought that, um, it was all just so well done. So, applause to that movie. Definitely one of the best Marvel movies we've seen in a while. Um, yeah, I think some of my favorite Marvel movies that have come out recently, you know, I liked this one a lot, and I liked the new Guardians, um, but it, it was, it was very good, and I'm beyond excited to see, um, what happens in the third one, so I think this will probably complete the Miles Morales Spider-Man's trilogy, um, so I'm very excited to see what direction they go, especially with the insane cliffhanger at the end. I was so confused. I had to go home and look up Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Explained because I did not understand the ending. But once again, so much thought goes into planning movies together the way that Marvel does. So you just have to appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I, I thought it was really great. And yeah, okay. So that is... Um, yeah, that is the new, um, that is my opinions on the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man. Moving on to our next topic, I'm going to be talking about The Idol. Um, so this is Sam Levinson's new show, and if you don't know who Sam Levinson is, he is the man behind Euphoria. Um, he has received all kinds of backlash for everything, and it is so deserved. So I've actually yet to see The Idol, but I want to talk about it specifically because I want to address what's going on online in response to The Idol. And I'm very hesitant to watch it just from what I've seen of the show. I don't, I don't feel interested in it at all. In fact, I feel very negatively towards it. So Sam Levinson and The Weeknd, I believe, are both two of the creative minds behind the show. And the show is essentially about, I think, this pop star, the idol, an idol, um, and kind of that life. Um, and man, is it awful from what I've seen. It is so misogynistic. I've seen people saying that The Weeknd has made digs at specific people like Selena Gomez, who is an ex, um, and taken real traumatic experiences that she's been through and used them as plot points within the show, which I just cannot even begin to explain how shitty that is and how wrong that is. Um, so right off the bat had very negative opinions towards the show um, and the way that rape culture has been glamorized in this show is something I feel very negatively about. Um, I saw this dialogue piece between two of the actors on the show, one of which being Lily Rose Depp, talking about a guy and saying he was very rapey and you know the other one replying and saying you know that's what I kind of like about him like I like that vibe and it's just this is the kind of things that we are putting onto impressionable young girls and just young people in general not just girls um and it's just so wrong to push this idea and to also tell you know young people that yeah like rapey is okay like if that's the way you are, that's okay. And if you want to like someone that is that way, that's okay. You know, it's telling you all of that is okay. And um, it's just, it's so wrong. And I think Sam Levinson is already under so much heat from the general public 
and society as a whole, um, for the kinds of things that he puts out and the kind of messages that he spreads in his TV shows. I mean, Euphoria has had all, had all kinds of backlash, and just his feud with Barbie and everything like that is just, it's all insane, and I literally hate that man, and everything The weekend has put into the show from people's personal lives um, is just so, um, so wrong, and I just, I, I don't even know if I actually want to tune into the show and look into it, but, um, it, it just doesn't seem like anything I want to look into, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it feels very mocky, um, just from clips I've seen, um, and yeah, I, I've, I've really heard none, not a single good thing, um, about this show, I haven't heard anything good at all, um, so, very much, um, now I'm just kind of thinking, it just really takes some people, um, you know, like, from our society, like, Britney Spears, from example, for example, and takes some of those experiences and kind of just turns it into, like, a fictionalization of that kind of abuse of just young pop stars, um, and yeah, it, it really, it just makes you feel all kinds of uncomfortable, and just everything I've read about the show has made me feel awful, and I think that Sam Levinson needs to stop directing, and just everything he puts out there just is getting worse and worse, and we are seeing just some awful things, and I really am so against everything that I've seen, so not at all a fan, just not at all a fan, um, but yeah, it, it, I, I don't know, I, I'm really debating kind of just getting a glimpse of the show to be able to talk about it a little bit more fully on here, um, but I really don't think I have any interest, so we'll see if that actually ends up happening or not, um, but yeah, Okay, so next topic. We have had some new music. Um, we had a new Shawn Mendes song, which was very unexpected. I'm gonna be really brief on this one. Very mixed opinions. Like, I, I didn't really care for it. I'm not really a big fan of Shawn Mendes at this current point. I've always liked his music, but I don't really care too much for any of the other technicalities of what he does now. Um... But we also got new music from Renee Rapp, who I'm a huge fan of, an absolutely huge fan of. So we had her single Snow Angel, and I thought it was so good. Her voice sounds amazing in literally everything. We've gotten a couple songs from her, and I love Tattoo, and I love In the Kitchen, and everything. And I've just been waiting for new music from her, um, and I love, you know, her EP and everything. So I'm so glad um, that we got, you know, this from her, and I thought it sounded beautiful, it was amazing, um, and then finally, we also had new music from Niall Horan, who I'm a huge fan of because of, you know, One Direction, <laughs> so naturally every boy from One Direction I'm a huge fan of, I was a big, the biggest fan of them growing up, um, and still am, so I was very excited for this one. Um, I'm going to his show next year, so I'm very excited for that. And I just, I still think it's so interesting that he released show dates before the album came out. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. But 
I mean, good for him, like, uh, super, super excited, um, to go to that show, but I listened to the album immediately when it came out, I really, Heaven was the single that was released prior, um, and it's still one of my favorites on the album, I also really enjoyed Meltdown, If You Leave Me, and the show, um, and then Maybe Never Grow Up is probably, so far, my top five, so Heaven, If You Leave Me, Meltdown, the show, Never Grow Up those five um I just thought they were all really good and those were probably my favorites I love the style of the album I love that he's trying new styles especially because you know I feel like being from One Direction there is such a standard that you were part of the biggest boy band in the world but also you know some members are more successful than others so you have this expectation to live up to um your more quote-unquote famous and you know popular uh bit ex-bandmates and you again once like I said were in the biggest boy band in the world so coming down from that so there is this pressure um so I love that he's experimenting with new styles and trying things out and seeing what works for him but I loved it I I loved these five songs specifically and I thought the whole album was great I thought um you know it's a very short album it's only 10 songs but I thought that it worked very well um and he did such a good job with the album so I really enjoyed it and yeah okay Final topic, Abbott Elementary Season 2. So this finished airing a little while ago, but I have yet to talk about it on the podcast, of course. Um, But kind of just some really baseline thoughts. This shouldn't be too long, but I did want to talk about it because it is my favorite um, current show that airs. I think it's just, it's so brilliant, so funny, and um, it is reaching heights. It's it's one of the most successful shows on ABC um, since Modern Family is a tweet I actually saw the other day with some statistics. So that's pretty awesome for, you know, a show like Modern, like Modern Family was so successful and Modern Family is one of my top three sitcoms of all time. So Abbott Elementary following in those footsteps is very exciting to me because I've talked about Abbott Elementary on this podcast before and I really only have positive things to say about it. I love the representation. I love the plot. Um, I love the characters. I think it's so funny. I think the dialogue is just hilarious and I love the entire concept of the show. And, um, and yeah, I, I love all of it. And also that show is so, um, what is the word I'm trying to look for? That show is, um, oh yeah, very similar to a style like The Office or Parks and Rec of the documentary styles. So I really like that we are taking the workplace sitcom and taking it to a school because I think that just takes such advantage of, um, that environment, um, especially like in elementary school. So I thought it was very funny. Um, and I think it's the perfect balance instead of taking it to a high school where you feel like you have to include a little bit more of the actual students than you do with an elementary school. But this season I thought was funnier than last, better than last. I love that they extended it, made it more episodes. Um, that was like my biggest plus about it. I loved that they're finally advancing Janine and Gregory. I love that they finally kissed. We've got something and it's heading in a more positive direction while it's not perfect. And they literally barely were speaking after the kiss and just pretended like nothing happened. I'm so excited to see that we are finally taking steps in the positive direction. They told each other they liked each other in the finale. So I'm so beyond thrilled to see kind of where that goes in season three and see how they explore that dynamic and which direction they want to go with it. Because I feel like with this show specifically, there are so many directions they can go. There are so many things they can do. So I'm very excited to see what they think is the best um, mode of moving the story along here. So I'm I'm really, really excited. Um... But yeah, it's it's awesome. I'm super excited. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. 
Um, what else? What else? Um, I mean, my favorite character is still Ava. She's hands down my favorite. I, I just love her. I think she's so funny. She got funnier this season. I love that she got more screen time this season. I would love to just see more plots of her. Um, Barbara is my second favorite. Love her. And then Melissa. They're my three favorites. But I just, I love all the characters on the show. I think they're all so funny, so lovable. And that's one of the coolest, like, I just don't think we have sitcoms like this today. So I really enjoy all aspects of the show. And I just, I, I hope it just keeps running and running because I actually could not stand if this show ever got canceled. Like, I don't, literally don't think I could handle it at this point in my life. Um, but I'm very excited to see what season three brings, especially for Janine and Gregory. And I'm just excited for more laughs and just to kind of see how they decide to move the plot along and everything of that nature. It's just, it's so funny. And seriously, if you guys have not seen Abbott Elementary, please, this is not an ad for it, but please go watch it. It is incredible. Everything about the way that the show is structured is so fantastic and I just don't think we see sitcoms or even just tv shows in general like this today we really really don't um so definitely something that I would check out if I were you guys um it's it really is something to look at um and I just really don't think we have anything like it today which is just so good and especially in the world of streaming and what we have um we just don't really see any network television like this so I love it personally. I cannot wait to see where it goes. And yeah, that brings us right here to the end of the episode. Um, wow. I feel like I talked really fast during this episode. My throat was dry. Um, but I hope you all enjoyed listening to all my opinions on Spider-Man and the Idol pre-watch and some new artist music as well as Abbott Elementary's second season. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. I always appreciate it. Um, look out for announcements on the YouTube channel. I will uh, definitely try to keep you guys updated um, on that. Um, and hopefully we'll see kind of how that goes. I'm working on it really hard. Um, and don't forget to hit the notification bell after you hit the follow button. Super awesome. And again, check out that bio for all those links. Um, and again, also once I have the YouTube channel, I will include that as a link um, in the bio. So that'll be a big surprise moment when I put that in, but thank you guys so much again for, um, listening to this week's episode. Um, and I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day or evening whenever you're listening to this. Um, thanks again. And I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.